The Sportsy Show. Welcome to the Sportsy Show. I am your host, Chuck Banner. I am the commissioner for the League of Enthusiasm and the Dynasty League. And this is a sports podcast all about our fantasy football leagues. And this is going to be a special playoff edition for the League of Enthusiasm. And Dynasty League, it's kind of a crunch time partial thing of the episode. Yeah, I didn't know what to say there. Uh, So let's just get right to it. So for the League of Enthusiasm, we are in the playoffs. Week 14 is our playoffs. And six teams go to the playoffs. So that would mean two teams get a bye. The number one and the number two seed. That would be the anti-dentites, my team, in the number one seed. And the shy style hot dog heart attacks, Tom's team, in the two seed. We are both going to collect $50 for our efforts for making the playoffs and being a seeded team. Also, the three and the four seed, Dan and Rob, also are going to collect 50 bucks apiece. And they will be playing this week, though. Then we have the two wild card teams. That is Trey and Brad. They made the playoffs by the skin of their teeth, but they did not make any money yet. And they are going to be playing this week as well. Then we have the high score of the year. And, you know, it didn't change ever since week one. Tommy locked it down with 178 points against Jake in week one to secure the high score of the year. And if you were wondering, the low score of the year was Jordan in week 11. And he had 43 points in week 11. 43. Now let's get to what I've been text about today. And that is the MVP, the most valuable player in the League of Enthusiasm Season 10. $50 goes to Rob for Dalvin Cook. Your MVP of the LOE in 2019 with 10 total points. But don't feel left out, Dan, because the $50 quarterback of the year goes to come get some Dan's team, Lamar Jackson, with 21 points, is the quarterback of the year for... League of Enthusiasm in 2019 Season 10. And that brings us to the playoffs round one that has the wild card one, Trey versus Rob, the four seed. So let me pull up their teams real quick and see what we got rocking here on this fucking matchup. All right. So 
It looks like... Oh, what happened there? I, I think I went to match up instead of something else that I wanted to do. I wanted to go to the the thing where I could see the things. Box score. There we go. Let's go to the box scores for this bad boy, Bad Mama Jamma. I think it's got predicted. Right now, the predictions on ESPN are saying Trey 103, Rob Zombies 110. Um, and their previous matchup, which was week six, Trey digs out for Harambe 119, defeated Rob Zombies 119 to 108. It was a close one. Um. You know, this uh, Dallas-Chicago game is going to be pretty big for Rob as he needs Dak Prescott to do good. And he's rolling with Derek Carr. I mean, like, he's doing what I pretty much did all season. I mean, he has a lot better of a quarterback, Dak Prescott, than I did. But um, he's been rolling out, like, dude, I mean, like, Derek Carr, oh, shit. Right now, Trey is rolling out Nick Foles. I hope that is not something he is actually going to do, considering Nick Foles is not even the starter. Uh, was was named the backup for the rest of the year. And that's a little scary. Um, Dalvin Cook's questionable against Detroit. Uh if if he plays, he should destroy because Detroit is really bad at defending the run this year. Uh, Elvin Kamara's got a tough matchup against San Francisco. Um, Jarvis Landry's got a pretty cake um, matchup against Cincinnati. DJ Shark, let's hope they can exploit the Chargers' defense. They're not all that great, so they he should have a matchup right there. Um, Witten, I can't believe, is alive still. I mean, obviously it's a joke, but whatever. Uh, Panthers just fired their head coach, and they're playing Atlanta at home. Or in Atlanta, sorry. Uh, I don't know. He's got some tough matchups, Rob does. Um, the Steelers versus Arizona. In Arizona. I don't, could be good for their defense. Could not be. I don't, I don't really know. Stephon Diggs could go ham in Detroit. Uh, same thing with Kirk Cousins, but I mean, Kirk Cousins, I don't think is all that great of a quarterback. So they say he's the number eighth on position rank here for the year by our scoring stature. Uh, I, I just don't really know. Um, the thing that scares me right now with Trey's team is Nick Foles. If dude, but he's got cake matchups with Nick Chubb in Washington or Nick Chubb versus Cincy and, uh, Aaron Jones versus Washington, those are nice. His wide receivers are playing a little bit harder. Um, but uh, right now, as it stands, I will go with Rob. But if Trey changes, changes out his quarterback, I would not be surprised if Trey wins. In fact, I'd probably be changing my pick to Trey. But let's just go ahead and click on Trey's team. Who do you even got at quarterback to start? Oh, you could start Jared Goff, so you probably will start Jared Goff. Ugh, Jared Goff is not that much better, and either is Andy Dalton. Um, I'm going to say you start Andy Dalton, and, dude, you're, man, 
I could see you just barely losing to Rob, uh, even with starting a, a quarterback right now. Um, yeah, I've got Rob winning this game. I, I don't necessarily know who I'd like to see win, but I got Rob winning. All right, to our next matchup, we have the Chicago Twisted Maniacs. That is our wild card number two in his second year in the league, Brad, 7-6, and uh, versus Come Get Some, Dan, and he is in third place. Uh, uh, The win is projected, Dan's projected to win 125 to 112 over Brad. Um, And these guys played twice in week seven. Brad lost 106 to 117. And in week nine, Dan lost 119 to 113. So both these games have been pretty close. Uh, a little bit closer, I think, than the projection total here. Um, I, Brad's got a lot of hard matchups right off the bat, except for Zach Ertz in New York, uh, Kareem Hunt against Cincy. Other than that, he's got a lot of hard matchups. Um. Mars going up against really good defense in Buffalo. Ryan Tannehill is not all that great. Uh, Christian McCaffrey will wreck. I mean, I want to say Zeke will do the same thing. It's in Chicago. I don't really know. Uh, Chicago's been a really weird team this year. Um, Godwin's been really good. Marvin Jones, I think, should be consistent. Um... But then you got Jacob Hollister, who, I don't know. I think you're chasing points there. Uh, both of you guys got hard matchups this week. I would say the team I would want to face least would probably be Dan. Just because he's got Lamar Jackson and Christian McCaffrey. So, I mean, this could be a... This could be an upset right here. I'm going to pick Dan to win, but again, I won't be surprised if one of these wildcard teams picks up a win here because of the matchups and the problems uh, they're in with these matchups. But that's just my opinion. You don't have to take it for gospel. Uh, switching over to the Dynasty League, um, there's not much to talk about here. We have one more week in our regular season. Uh, Al's the number one seed and Tom's number two seed. Those are locked up. Rob is most likely in the playoffs. Uh, he's got a lot of things that have to fall in order for him to be knocked out. Uh, kind of the same with Ryan too. Really Ryan and Rob have pretty much locked up the playoffs, even though Rob and Jake are tied. Um, Jake can still get in mathematically. He has to beat Trey. And Mark has to beat Ryan pretty much in order for Jake to make the playoffs. Now, Ryan can beat Mark and Jake can beat Trey, but and then Rob can lose, but Jake would have to put up something astronomical like 300 points or something like that. And Ryan and Rob would both have to um, score very minimal points. And I haven't done the math yet, but if Ryan loses to Mark, which I just don't necessarily see happening, 
And unless Mark really tries to put the hurt on Ryan this week to knock him out, Jake still has to beat Trey, which is going to be a hard match no matter what Trey's record says. And I just don't think Jake's going to be able to do it. But that's just what I think is happening there. Um, The last thing we'll leave you with here is our Rookies of the Week and Rookies of the Year update. So for Week 13, the Rookies of the Week, top five Rookies of the Week, are um, I think it's David Blau, quarterback, 17.1 points. That's good for quarterback 13 on the week. Uh, Miles Sanders, running back, 16.5 points, good for running back 9 on the week. Uh, Devin Singletary, Running back, I think it's Devin Singletary, right? Devin Singletary, running back, 16.1 points on the week. Uh, That's good for running back 10. David Montgomery, running back, 14.7 points. That's good for running back 13 on the week. And then Patrick Laird, running back, um, 12.8 points. That's good for running back 16 on, on the week. And then we get down to our top five rookies of the year so far. Uh, Kyler Murray, number one quarterback 226.6 points that's good for quarterback six on the year that's pretty impressive uh josh jacobs running back 160.7 points that's good for running back nine on the year also impressive top 10 um number three daniel jones quarterback 160.1 points good for quarterback 21 on the year gardner Minshew, quarterback 150.3 points good for quarterback 22 on the year and back to starting. And finally, in fifth, Matt Gay, kicker, 114 points. That's good for f- kicker four on the year. And uh, just to update, mine and Al's bet of Terry McLaurin versus um, Williams. Uh, I'm winning 50.9 to 37.3. Uh, he's not going to get any more points with Preston Williams because Preston Williams is injured. So I will just accumulate a couple more points, and I will get the easy victory for $20. And uh, until next time, I got fucking work to do, so fuck off. <laughs>